Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC. Uh, we are still rambling on with some football nonsense. We talk about Champions League football, maybe some Europa League football. We introduce our League One teams and uh, we might get to the Premier League if we can be asked. Um, uh, let's go. wiping the sleep out of his eyes. Uh, wakey, wakey, Dan. Thank you for joining us. Oh, that's all right. Thanks for having me. You've been sleeping through these pods the last few weeks, so I guess there's no difference. Yeah, I was listening to last week's pod and I just couldn't stay awake. Oh, no. Well, to be fair, it's uh, probably a good a good indicator of how this season's going for us in terms of football. We are uh, we seem to be aimlessly struggling through these pods week in, week out, but... Uh, we shall carry on. We'll get out of COVID. We've got a roadmap out of COVID, and uh, that means we've got a roadmap out of this Premier League and hopefully to the Euros. But we'll see. Yeah, that's exciting. Do you reckon they're going to do the whole thing in England? Because we're the only ones with the vaccine. Well, the weird uh, thing about that is I don't. They've obviously started introducing the the the, the laws and, and the rules around stadiums. It, it's weird because you kind of think, will they be able to? Do, do, I don't know how this is probably going to sound stupid like anything else that comes out of my mouth. But is it worth them having 10,000 people in, say, Wembley Stadium rather than having no fans or, or, or you know, like a full stadium? Do you feel like that, there, must be, there must be a point where opening up a stadium, having a football match, getting the fans there um, has diminishing returns because it just isn't enough, right? Um, yeah. I guess so. 10,000 is probably enough that it's still worthwhile. But what I don't get is they'll have England v Scotland with 10,000 fans and four days later England v Czech Republic with 90,000. So <laughs> it's like like four days it's a crucial four days clearly and they're, they're opening up. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, there were calls to try and swap them around because if, if we want 90,000 I guess Scotland would be a better game to have those fans there. Maybe it's more political, isn't it? They wanted to, they want to leave, then they can have it. <laughs> it's also, I don't know if any of you noticed, Boris Johnson's birthday that weekend. Yeah. Ooh, it was it's, uh, you know what? It's not in my calendar, but I'll put it in there now. Yeah, but, I'm annoyed that on the, I think it's the 29th of March, is it, that we're finally allowed to see other people outside my birthdays this year, the weekend before that. So that's annoying. Yeah, don't tell anyone Your about this Saturday. <laughs> tell anyone about the uh, the rugby, but um, yeah, um, you don't do things for your birthday anyway. Who gives a crap? Uh, well, I would now. Everyone's dying to do stuff. I feel like you're. you're... What did you do last year, Danny? You're big. Biggest... I'm gonna. Be, I'm one of the few. So I'm one of the only people. Like any anyone born basically between the 22nd of March and the 28th of March is gonna have two lockdown birthdays. Because then beyond that, after the 29th, we're allowed out again. So last year, lockdown happened four days before my birthday. And this year, it's happened. It's ending two days after my birthday. I feel like you're the type well, I had of person. No lockdown. On. For, for your birthday, you know, some people say, oh, just give me the money. You'll be like, just give me um, 10 minutes. So I just want to I just want to have a break. Give me a nap. I want to just have some time I'm off. Our naps are underrated, man. 
Oh, I love naps. I've, look, I've, I've long talked about my uh, pre-sleep nap. Never felt fresher the next day. Pre-sleep <laughs> <Yeah>. nap? <laughs> yeah, just have a nice two, three-hour nap, wake up, brush your teeth, um, make food, and then have a good seven to nine hours sleep for the next day. Never <laughs> felt fresher. Try it then. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk football or should we just leave it? <laughs> <laughs> Fine if we have to. Yeah, I know. I know. Do you know what? It's the champion. The Champions League's back at the moment. Actually, that's kind of inspired me a little bit more than the Premier League. Um, and obviously now we're massive League One fans, which we'll get into a little bit. But um, yeah, like because there's so many matches to go. Um, usually I kind of forego uh, European football midweek because you don't want to kind of oversaturate yourself. But I almost want to take now the opposite approach. My evenings are free. I don't really want to watch Premier League football during the week. And um, I don't know. It looks like Man United and uh, Arsenal might have a good shot at uh, or Europa League. Or is it too early in the cup for us to even pay attention? Still early. I don't know. More, more to the point, is, is Spain now the Farmers League in Europe? Farmers, absolutely. Yeah. Always farmers. They've got, I mean, they're all just getting beat, right? We're, United beat yeah. Barcelona got battered. <laughs> Madrid lost. Real Madrid tonight will be. So Spain joined Germany, Portugal, and France as farmers. <laughs> so, Do you know what? I watched the um, I watched the Barcelona game, and I, it it looks to me like I know you probably talked about it more uh, more, um, but I hadn't really watched him as much. But Messi's just got no interest in it. Like, and the players that he's playing with, you can tell that he's just there's just nothing there for him that's inspiring him to even try. I don't know if they're going to write this season off. It's yeah, I, I don't know. It's been bad for years now. This. A bad Barcelona, oh, red card and penalty. Two. Uh, Real Madrid. I was going to say, I know my stream's a little bit behind, but leave me be. I, I actually forgot which game I had on the TV. And I was like, oh, who is that? That's City. That's Real Madrid. Yeah. Let's talk about VAR. I'm pissed off with it. Well, the, the thing with Messi, um, I think, because a lot of people obviously don't watch Messi week in, week out in the UK, because they just watch him in Europe. And he... If you he does that, like I mean, he scored 18 goals in 20 starts in La Liga. It's not like he's not doing anything. His, his stats are still absolutely ludicrous. He's still scoring goals for fun. But we know you. I can see you reading them right now. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't run. He doesn't. If you look at his running stats and you look at what he doesn't move. But the the funny thing about it is he doesn't need to. That's what's made, uh, the, the thing about Messi, because uh, everyone's talking about where well, he's coming to the end of his career, will he go to the MLS, will he go to Man City, like, is he past it a bit? The guy can keep playing for the next six or seven years if he plays like that. He's not running, he's not doing anything. He literally sits in the number 10 spot. He waits, he picks, he, he plays unbelievable balls. He scores goals for fun. Um, he can do what he wants, but he, he looks uninterested most of the time and he still scores two or three goals a game. Well, no, he, he does run. He just does kind of like a rope doesn't he? He's just walking, walking, walking. And then he gets the ball one time. It's like, oh, I'm shooting off. And before yeah, he, he dribbles. He runs with, with the ball he runs. But yeah. I mean, outside of that, he just doesn't run. But that is amazing. He could go on for years if he's going to play like that. Uh, if he played like that against Stoke on a Tuesday night, he'd get shut the fuck down. So he'd better, he'd better switch. I'll tell you what, one day we might actually see it. Imagine he came to the Prem. Oh. It'd, be like, it'd be like Manny Pacquiao or Mayweather. Do you know what I mean? It'd just be too late. And be like, oh, this guy's dog shit. Probably break I don't know. I still think he's got it. I still think he's, I still think he's that good. Yeah, well... We'll see. Don't know. Who wins the um, Ballon d'Honneur this year when um, with uh, Ronaldo and Messi not being the two best footballers in the world right now? 
Well, it should have been Lewandowski, shouldn't it? Yeah. And they, they cancelled it. They cancelled... And now he's... Jesus. They cancelled the 2021, didn't they? Yeah. So yeah. he did win some... He did win, like, Best Player in Europe Award or, or some, like, B B one. But, yeah, he, they cancelled the Farmer's actual... Guides, Farmer's Guide's Football of the Year. Yeah. To be honest, if, if PSG get anywhere close to the Champions League final again, it'll probably be a Mbappe just for the, the hype. Uh, uh, but that's what I mean. It, it, like, I still feel like Lewandowski should win it. Like, well, not I don't know. He's not had as good, nowhere near as good a season this season as he did last year. I mean, he's still scoring a lot of goals, yeah, but he's not. It, last season was like outrageous. There's, no one had ever seen numbers like it. Do you know what? I was watching the PSG game last week, and for me, Mbappe is a bit of a throwback. Like he doesn't, he's not one of these young players now that seems to be throwing themselves about on the floor a lot. I mean, he wants to stand up. He wants to run and be strong. When he gets a grown man's body, when he, what's he, 17 and a half years old. When he, <laughs> when he's, when he gets to like mid twenties, he's going to be an absolute handful. Do you know what I mean? Like physically, cause he's got a big frame. Um, yeah. But if, if he keeps his pace. Like... That, well, that's what I was going to say. He, he's all about the pace. So, I, I think he's 22. more technical. I think he's more technical than than you're giving him credit for. He's 22. I mean, I don't know how much more he's going to grow into his body, but he his pace is is scary. Like he's, you can tell it's frightening. Probably playing against him, but yeah, he's he's good technically. I mean, okay. he's, he's touted as. Just while, while I I check, Danny, do you want to know Lewandowski's goals this season? Yeah, he's he scored 26 goals in 21 games. In so, this season, has he really? Do you know what? That's not bad. In this season. Wow. <laughs> it, it's in the league. He scored 32 goals in 31 in all competition. Wow. That's yeah. good. Are you, are you really yeah. Crazy? yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not doing too bad. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. and six assists. Fucking hell, give him the Ballon d'Or now. Jesus. But he's been doing it for like oh, two geez. seasons now, I think, where he's just been playing out of his mind. Like, like. Yeah, he, he's kind of like a Haaland light, but he's he's very good. I think because he's not young. That's that's all it is. It's like like he is playing the best. If you said the Ballon d'Ors, who's the best in the year? Yeah. You say Lewandowski, but the difference is he's at the top of his curve where you look at Mbappe, you look at Haaland and you're like, ah, oh, they're not playing as good as Lewandowski, but it's because you're like, they're not their complete self. You're like, yeah. oh, how good could they be? So you add that in. Do you think it's because yeah. do you think it's because he's playing a position that's kind of being made redundant in in world football? Like you don't often get a number nine just just up there. I think it's making a comeback that position. I yeah. think everyone's realizing they need it again. You're just are you just saying that based on um on early Giroud? Yeah, Giroud, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying no, that based on Harlan's. No, no, I'm saying it because I think loads of teams are starting to realise they that's what they're lacking is number nine goal scorer. Like football goes through its phases, doesn't it? Like there was loads of time where false number false number nines were played when Pep was doing it at Barca and then Man City do it and all the teams started doing it and then it was like, actually no, we need a goal scorer again and then it sort of it's dried off again. Now it's all about wingers that score goals, the most Salas and the Manes and you know the Firmino style number nines and now I think it's it's starting to shift back. Everyone realizing they need goal scoring number nines again. I guess because everyone sort of got, maybe like everyone was getting a little bit undersized, like the centre backs were just becoming sort of midfielders that could pass the ball, and they realized yeah. well we could just start elbowing them in the head and and manhandling them. And yeah, and no, long ball football will be back soon enough. You say Liverpool football, long ball football. Oh, long ball. Oh God, yeah. Sam Allardyce, he's rubbing his hands. Yeah, let's do this. Um, 
Should we talk about our League One teams? How they sure. been doing? What's that? How've, how've your, how's the Gills been doing, Dad? Give us some good Gills knowledge. Or do you want me uh, to go first? I've got a whole sheet full of information about Accrington Stanley. Who are they? Accrington uh, is a very good one. Yes, exactly. Who are they? They. Uh, um, do you know the story behind that? Behind the advert? Yeah. Um, well, it was just, I don't know. You tell me then. Surely, no, I, 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 that was, was going to be my question. I figured you might have done some research on. Well, yeah, it was, it was, it was a, it was an advert, wasn't it, for um the milk marketing board, and they did a TV advert in 1989. Um, it's basically trying to promote drinking milk, and one of the kids, one of the kids' parents was like, "Oh, I have some milk," and he was like, "Oh, this is horrible," and then Ian Rush, they said, "Oh, Ian Rush drinks his milk." Who's he play for? Accrington Stanley. Yeah, Who are they? Basically, Who are they? <laughs> fucking shit. Oh, no, he goes, do you want to play for Liverpool? Or do you want to play for Accrington Stanley? And then he said, oh, Accrington Stanley, who are they? So, yeah. That Very was, good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, um, let me go, go first. On. Go on, I'll go first with this. So, Accrington Stanley, their, their nicknames are Stanley, oddly enough, Aki Stanley, or Aki. Very creative. Do you know what? I don't even know where... It was funny, Mark was saying this earlier, just before the pod... Do you know where your teams are? Like, I don't even know where Accrington was. I was going to ask, do you know where it is on the map? It's Lancashire. If you had to place it. <laughs> I'll place it up high, <laughs> seeing as it's in Lancashire. Um, but yeah, no, there. They, they originally from a, they were originally, um, Accrington was a team by itself and it got taken, it uh, was one of the original, um, original town clubs with one of the 12 founders of the Football League in 1888. Did you know that? Uh, no, 1888 is the year Barnet was formed, isn't it? Well, that's probably because they were one of the founding members of the Football League then. Ah, there you go. Do you see that? Yeah, good stat. Yeah. Uh, Accrington Stanley play at the Crown Ground, but it's currently called Wham Stadium because it's been had a three-year sponsorship from a, a place called, or a business called What More UK. Never heard of them. Do you know what they do? What More UK? Yeah. Nope. And they're called Wham? Yeah. I'm assuming that's a combination of what and more. Wham. No, I'm not sure. Never heard of it, yeah. The stadium was previously known as the Frigate Eagle Stadium and the Interlinked Express Stadium. Uh, who sponsors these teams? I mean, how much could they really want to give to them? What, what, what interest are you going to get? I've no idea. It's like you'd more want like your local chips. It's local business, isn't it? Yeah, it must yeah. be. Yeah. It's, um, it's great as well. Yeah, a lot. That's the reason that people like Vanarama sponsor the Football League. Is because a lot of the audience that normally went to um, football league games is like white band man style. Do you know who uh, Aquiton Stanley's um, local rivals are? Uh, Tranmere, maybe? Mark? Mm, Blackpool? Mm, see, <laughs> terrible. According to a survey conducted in 2019... Stanley supporters considered traditional Lancashire clubs Morecambe, Watchdale, and Bury. Right. Biggest rivals. Bury doesn't exist anymore. So Blackburn, Rovers, and Burnley because they're just bigger clubs near them. So yeah. Do you, do you know what? I, you're going to know this one, Dan? Who who their manager is? Atkinson Stanley. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like you always know random bits of knowledge, place. Who's the Atkinson Stanley manager? Oh, you don't know. It. It's not Brian, know it. is it? No, it's John Coleman. I don't even know who that is. Coley. Coley, they call him. Big Coley. Who's John Coley? Coley? John Coleman. He used to play right back for Everton. No, he was he was terrible. He lived all of his 
<laughs> he, he does all it. Uh, his career was in non-league football. Do you know, funny enough though, actually, it's an interesting time to pick Accrington Stanley because they spent all of their time in non-league football pretty much throughout the entirety of the 1900s. And then they sold a player called Brett Ormerod. I remember Brett Ormerod. Do you remember him? Yeah, yeah Southampton. Correct. So what happened was in 2001, they sold Brett Ormerod to Southampton um, who paid Blackpool over a million pounds for him. And so they got £50,000 from Blackpool for that sell-on fee. And from then on, Accrington Stanley started uh, growing in stature, started winning leagues, um, the Northern Premier League, and was building up, building up, building up. Got it, in, got into the football league back uh, once again, and now they're in that in a contention for playoff spots in League One. Amazing. So just off of that, and then once they got John Coleman, he just took them to to the moon, basically. So big, big John Coleman, love him, great man he is, and. Um, yeah, I think that's it. That's a nice little bit into Action Stanley. Their last few results aren't the best. Well, it's Who, been a who's their best player? Sorry? Who's their best player? Well, interestingly, and again, me and Mark said this while you was having a nap, finding out anything about these players is very difficult because all they do is just list them. They don't really... They, you go on their website, you go onto the Football League One uh, website, all it does is just list the players. Based on um, going back on recent fixtures... And seeing who's got assists and goals and stuff like that. I'm assuming it's my man, um, where is he? Um, Joe Pritchard, who was a former Tottenham Academy player. I remember Joe Pritchard, yeah. He, yeah. he made some appearances for Spurs, didn't he? Uh, I don't know if he made any um, adult appearances, but he was certainly in there under 23s. Um, so he seems to be the man. Their captain is a guy called she- Seamus Connolly. And... Uh, that's it. They got a guy called Joe Maguire. Who I'm assuming it, who I thought was um, um, what's his name, Maguire's brother, but he's not. Um, oh, he, he does play in the football league, though, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, they got a they they've got a loanee from Chelsea, who I think is going to be my new man, named Tarek Uwakwe, just because I like his hair. Looks like a Crystal Palace player. Um, so yeah, they're currently seventh in the league. Unfortunately, we had a draw and a loss uh, recently, which is quite frustrating because we should have beat um, Crew Alexandra because we're way above them in the league. The draw against Shrewsbury at home is no good. But we're up against Mark Mark's Fleetwood up next this Saturday at 3 o'clock. So it's the uh, Auto oh, FC nice. other derby. The, the yeah. new derby. Yeah. The new derby. Yeah, I almost don't want... Uh, it's, just, it's been quite interesting since I've started following them because it's quite frustrating. You're like, oh, they could be in the playoffs. They can't be. They're getting close. So it's a bit more exciting being an Arsenal fan at the moment. So, yeah, I'm about to get a kit. I'm about to get a tattoo. Um, I'm looking for accommodation in Acton Stanley. I'm going to be a new Stanners. Nice. Very good. Go on, Dan. Or Mark. Uh, can we tell you a little bit about the kills then? Yes. Tell me what you found out on Wikipedia. Uh, so, uh, I can tell you a little bit about Gillingham, the Gills. Uh, they are the only Kent-based club in the Football League. Kent? They, are, they are from Kent. That's not far from us. That's not. Oh. Near Mid- they're near Mid- oh, you've got a good one there. Yeah, I can actually go watch them. Not that I might want to. So we Priestfield. will. At some point, we're watching our League One teams. Yeah, uh, they play football at Priestfields, Priestfield Stadiums. Stadium. They um, are not as old as your club, as Acton Stanley. They were formed in 1893, so they were five years late to the party. Um, Children, but interestingly enough, they were uh, were not called Gillingham. They were named New Brompton FC. Uh, and like then, the bikes, 
yeah, like Brompton bikes, yeah. And um, then they took the name in 1913, went back to Gillingham, became the Gills. And they've actually been in the Football League for 66 consecutive years. Wow. Um, so they are a classic League One, League Two. That's it. That's all they do. They don't really yeah. go anywhere. They just sit and play their football mid-table, which is exactly what they're doing this season. They're like the Everton of the Football League. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a good way of, good way of putting it. Thank you. Um, some que- a questionable result this week. Unfortunate loss to Wimbledon. But um, my man, Johnny Kinde, the old Barnet striker, uh, seems to be in fine goal-scoring form. He bagged his seventh of the season last week when they beat Bristol Rovers. In spite of missing a pen, they still won 2-0. Um, so he looks like he's the man. And um, we've got Carl Dempsey, who's the captain, who is actually at ex-Fleetwood, Mark. So he's left your guys and come to us. Um, and uh, what else do you want to know about Gillingham? Um, have you not? Have you not? Why are you not talking about the, one of their um, great young professionals, Matthew Willock? Matthew Joe, Willock, J- Joe Willock's brother. Is it really? Ex-Man, I... United, Ex-Man United uh, youth legend. I'm just seeing him, a young fellow with a Man United top on. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Man United on the top <laughs> uh, Matthew Willock. I mean, he's 24. I don't know. I don't know. If he's a young up and coming now. I think he's just not made it. But <laughs> don't tell him that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of um, the players, the two ones that stand out, Jordan Graham and Johnny Kinde are the two goal scorers. Graham's got seven goals, four assists. Decent season for him so far. What would you say is his, uh, his best attribute? Uh, goal scoring. That's a good attribute. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, only, he's only just six foot, so he's definitely not a big man. Oh. Um, but that's why they've got Johnny Kinde for that. You're 5'8", then. Don't be calling people short. <laughs> Uh, currently sitting 15th in the league, so 13 points clear of safety, not going to go down, not going to go up. Another standard season for the Gills. Very good. What, um, what right. colour is their kit? It's blue. Oh, nice. Nice. It's a nice kit, you know. Interesting. Go on, Mark. Fleetwood. All right. Talk to me. Fleetwood. Do you know Fleetwood's nickname? Mac. Oh, close. It's the Cod Army. Really? So, Fleetwood. Yeah, they're right up in Lancashire, slightly north of Blackpool, who Fleetwood consider a rival, which is why I guessed Blackpool for your one, because I knew it was in Lancashire. That was about as uh, much of my geographical knowledge I knew. You would never think that Blackpool were better than anyone at anything, but clearly they are. They're the big. They're the big fish in this. Uh, <laughs> in, in this bit. In this puddle. Um, yeah. So, I must admit, when we when I drew Fleetwood, I I was like, I don't know where Fleetwood is, but then I saw they play at Highbury Stadium, and I was got a bit excited. But no, that is Highbury, way, way, way far, far away. So it's not the Highbury we used to they know. Just enough. play in the kiddies park in the middle of the new estate. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, guys, just got two. They just got like a couple of tops on there, innit? Now, that's the picture of their stadium, innit? Just a couple of football boot bags and a, a top. That's it. So, the best they've ever done is won the playoffs of League Two in the 2013 14 season. Wow. They seem to just this season just be floating around. I was talking before the pod saying I either need them to go on a winning run or a losing run to make the end of the season a bit exciting um, 
obviously hoping for that for that winning run. Their manager is Simon Grayson. Who oh. is an ex Premier League player. Oh yeah. He ex played 188. Manager, isn't he? Sorry. Ex Leeds manager, Simon Grayson. No. He is the most famous. Oh yeah, he was Leeds back in 2008. See, this is why I was going to say, you must have known who my manager was then. And now I've never heard of yours. <laughs> but if he hasn't managed in the Premiership, I wouldn't. But that was when, yeah, that, but that was back when you lived in Leeds. So. Yeah. yeah. Looking at it, yeah. So, yeah, he, he's only he, been manager. He went out of him in vodka revs. He knows him very yeah, Basically, at that time. Oceana. Yeah, it was the bouncer. I moved to Leeds just the year that Leeds started getting relegated in all, this, all the different leagues. So by the time I was by third year, they were basically the worst team in the world, <laughs> League One. Yeah. Well, he's he's here to save us after um, our last manager left last month, Joey Barton. If you remember, oh, him as a player. Man, we've joined this a month too late. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Oh. So Joey Barton left. I don't know if it had anything to do with the fact that a few weeks earlier, Joey Barton had uh, this sacked our striker, Chad Evans, if you remember him. He's more more known for what happened off the field You're than there. on it. Ooh. So you can't you can't say Fleetwood aren't, aren't the, the home of second chances. That's, uh... They are. They are just, they're like, they just attract all sorts of salaciousness. They, they're trying to build up their pub just with that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and they backed, do you remember last season there was that incident Joey Barton had um, where I think he basically had a fight with another manager and yeah. left one of them injured. And you're like, they backed him through that. So I don't know, to, to lose it, to, to lose him a year later or get rid of him a year later. It's a bit strange. Who um, Andy Pilly, who that is. Don't know who that is. Dan? They've only been Fleetwood Town since 1997. They used to be Fleetwood Wanderers before then. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Fleetwood Wanderers. Really? Why did they change the town? Do you know? So why? I don't know. They just they've changed their name quite a lot of times. Um, Probably because they kept getting bad publicity. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, lastly, our team. So it looks like the best player is either Camps, Andrew, or Mulgrew, judged by by their their, rate, their ratings on uh, FIFA. They're all they're all sixty sevens, which is uh, Camps is. Uh, he scored them. I was just looking. He scored all their goals from midfield, so he must be their best player. And there's a Northern Irish centre back called Kyle Fussell. You may recognise that surname, and he is related to son. the right. Really? Yeah. Oh. But he's Irish. It's Northern Irish, so he must be a cousin of some sort. Um, it just says he's a relative. It doesn't say how how close they are. Yeah, Darius hasn't owned up to it yet. One of those English yeah. nationals. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So. That's very much Fleetwood Town, you know. It seems, uh, Dan. I'm just looking at it now. It seems that um, Fleetwood has some very some regular spouts of financial difficulties, so they keep folding and then coming back and. Back. All right. Okay. So they've done <laughs> they've done that a few times. Yeah, oh, dearie me, love it. 
That's so funny. Right, so now we're going to be looking at um, following our teams and see how they get on. I'm hoping mine doesn't get to the to the playoffs and uh, leave you guys in their wake, but um, we'll see. Um, Man United are also winning, so that's good. Um, I forgot to say, Tony Pulis was once manager of Gillingham. I forgot to add that. Really? Mm. He nice. got sacked. Playing bad football. No, not really. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that long ball football. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, thank you. We're good with that. Um, should we go to the this weekend's results? Oh, yeah. Do you know what, Mark? You said, oh, I, I said um, that um, in our messaging group, oh, Danny got a good result for the old uh, Fulham Sheffield United. And he was like, oh, it's over. But you had a crack of a weekend. You got um, four points out of a possible six. So that's massive. Um, but I also yeah. got the Everton City game as well, didn't I? Yeah, that was way before. That don't count. Um, so I... I need to remind myself what the fixtures were. Well, the, <laughs> yeah, so, so I went for Brighton to beat Crystal Palace 2-0. That didn't work out for me. Danny went for Leeds to beat Wolves 3-1. That didn't work out for him. You went for Leicester to beat Aston Villa 3-1. They actually won 2-1. So you got one for the right result, one for... No, what? what yeah, one for the right yeah result, and then one for an away fixture. Then I went for West Ham to beat Spurs 2-1 at home. Bang, Spurs are terrible. Smashed that with a three-pointer. Danny went for Fulham to beat Sheffield, as we just said. 1-0 they won. You went for Everton to beat Liverpool 2-1. You know, that's a tough one. Oh, that would have been a good little treble, to be honest. Huge, huge stuff, huge stuff. So, yeah, scores on les doors. Uh, Danny's still flying ahead with 36 points. Mark's got 22 points and I've got 21 points. So, uh, how many fixtures have we got left? Where are we up to? Well, we're on game week 26, but now we've got a lot of double game weeks coming up. So, we're going to have, a, if we're going by the FPL weeks... And we're um, we're gonna have a lot of games to choose from in one week. Yeah, how are we gonna do this? Uh, well, there's got, always there's, there's always double game weeks coming up now. So what does that mean? Well, there's always thirty. Just, just try and fit. Just try and fill in your blanks. I guess is there. Should we, should, seeing as this one's got stupid amount of double game weeks, should we pick another two? Yeah. Uh, does that make sense? Well, no, because there are still um. There's still going to be 38 game weeks. It's just that game week 29, there's only four games. Okay. All right. It's up to you. You want to reduce it to four games? That's fine. Um, have you got a result that you want to go for, Dan? Mark? Anyone? I'm going to fill in some blanks. So. <laughs> uh, let me just check one thing. I need to make sure that I'm... Yeah, go on then. I'm going to go for Everton to beat Southampton at home and I'm going to go for 2-0. Are you adding it into the sheet? Yes. So I, I've got my one. Go on then. So I need uh, to pick Wolves to win and I need to pick Newcastle to lose. Wolves oh, are away to Newcastle. I think that's a, a good fixture to pick and I think it will be 2-1 to Wolves. Against Newcastle? Yeah, am I looking at the right fixtures? Yeah, yeah, that's a... Uh, that, I, I don't know if that's... Newcastle are doing all right at the moment, although they seem... Are to... they? They're in the worst form of any team in the league. 
<laughs> Am I thinking of the right team here? No, you're not. There's no, no way. Newcastle are very hot and cold. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I, I didn't watch this weekend's fixtures. You take a look at Newcastle's stats and how many games. I don't think they've won a game in a long time. Yeah, I remember. They that. lost to us, lost to Chelsea, beat Southampton, lost to Palace in their last four. So, oh, yeah. Maybe they're not doing so, so great. But then they beat Everton, lost to Leeds, lost to. Yeah, they're, they're not in the best form. Well, I don't know. Like... I've got one. I know what I'm doing this week. Do I'm going for an away win at Chelsea to beat Liverpool. Tuchel has his men playing quite well. Although they still don't like him. Um, I'm going to go for a 3-1. Wow. Chelsea. Wow. Uh, yeah, so, yeah with, with Liverpool centre-backs, they are fucking dreadful. Dreadful, yeah. dreadful, dreadful. Do you know what... You, what is it? What is it about Tush you don't like? Because he seems to have Chelsea playing decent. Like at least they don't look like they're the worst team in the world. I, to be fair, I don't even think they were playing that poorly when they got rid of Frank Lampard. I thought that was a little bit unfair. So, um, I don't know. It's not. It's not the style of player any of that. I just. I just don't like him. I don't know what it is. I think he's got one of those faces. I just don't like him. Maybe he'll change my mind. You can't change your mind. You've said it now. Oh no! The result. Yeah. There you go. Do you want to write that down? Lovely. So we're just going to keep it to the one this week, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Um, All Talk FC team, Danny continues to slide. He's gone, I think it's 10, 11 weeks without picking a side, even though he seems to think he's doing well. 11 Um, weeks. So it's my turn to do a transfer. Um, Danny, I know the transfer that I'm going to pick, but I'm just wondering if you've got an opinion before I actually pick it, because I don't want to hear your crap. I just want to say... Yeah. I just want to say, Danny, after moaning last week, lost to me, Chris, and the All Talk team. Well, we all lost to the All Talk. And, <laughs> and what did he say about your pick as well, Mark? Oh, 10 point Messi Lingard. Yeah, <laughs> what a terrible pick. What a terrible pick. I forgot how bad Spurs were. <laughs> some play, oh, some players are fixtureless. <laughs> you know what's funny? You know how many times we've left Barnes on the bench, yeah. and how many times he's come in because players haven't played. Like almost every week, yeah. like 10, 15 points, and he's playing. He's never, he's never starting. You know what? Barnes is suffering from that symptom of where you watch him. You're like, all right, this guy can't carry on. He's having a Ramsey in every week. Yeah, it's like I watch Barnes. I'm like, hey, it's okay. Do you think there's but something like, in, not not to bring in race, but I'm like, you see him and he's a winger, and you're like, this guy's a winger. He he's got he's got centre mid written all over his face, but he is he's really good. He doesn't even look that quick though, does he? He just seems to have a knack to get himself in the right position to score. Yeah, it might, it might be Leicester City as a whole because Madison's playing well and they seem to be doing pretty decent, but. He's just, he's just, he's just a, he's just a baller. Like he just knows how to play. Yeah. He's unlucky actually because he's. I think if he didn't play in that wing and on the wing, he'd have a shot with England. You know, mm. scored nine goals and five assists this season already. Playing in a strong Leicester team, he's looked really good. But he's not going to get in that squad over the likes of Sancho's and Sterling's and you yeah. know Rashford and everyone else. He's just not going to get in. But um, and not with Mount and all of those guys as well. They're all in. So is I think when, uh, is, is this when we look him up and we find out that he's Scottish. <laughs> just... yeah. He's definitely English. <laughs> right, so I'm taking out Jack Grealish because he's on 50% chance to play him. Yeah, he's he's definitely out. You heard he's got um not shin splints, but he's got like um growth problems in his shins. There was a thing on Twitter about him. They were saying it's 
really worrying that someone of his age is basically, a, you normally get it with old age and you get it with overuse uh, in your shins and in your bones. And they're like, it's quite worrying that someone of his age is getting already that issue. A bit like he's wearing. What makes him different in terms of the way he plays football and needing having these things about his, his socks shins? aren't pulled up. Yeah, isn't it? He doesn't wear that's what it is. It's just it's just like the blood circulation has been like what, cut off. What was this thing that came out this week that Aston Villa players are now banned from playing fantasy football? Well, so so there's a, a Twitter account called Insider FPL, and it basically a guy set up site scrapers to monitor the FPL teams which are run by players who work at clubs or not just players, like backroom staff yeah. and everything. So what, what he did was said, hang on a minute, I've spotted five players, uh, two, was it like two players, their first team coach and their head doctor have all subbed out Grealish this week. So he put that up and said five members of staff have subbed out Grealish. So then Aston Villa's odds just dropped in the bookies. <laughs> uh, Grealish, Grealish went to 75 and then Magically, Grealish wasn't playing. And now they're saying clubs are going to have to start banning fantasy football because uh, people are like finding out, they're going, obviously going on to people's profiles, being like, oh, I know this guy, he's the boot, he does the boots at Villa and he's suddenly subbed out uh, targets. And it's like, okay, something's up here. Let's get him. That's so dumb yeah. because we, so, we know that players have been playing fantasy football for years. Like, I mean, Bam- Bamford referenced it earlier in the season, like, oh, yeah, I've not been doing too well on it. I remember when Leighton Baines was the man and he was talking about how, like, he picks himself every week as captain or something like that. So that's why he's scoring so much and doing all that business. Like, ah. Yeah, because you don't want him to, like, lose it. Like, you don't want him to lose that kind of uh, <laughs> real life. Like, you want players to feel like they're... Um, when when who was it? Someone was it Bamford? You said Bamford made the joke. Someone else made a joke this season about fantasy, and it was like you don't want players to lose that. Like you want them to seem a bit normal. But, you just um, want them to score because you've got them on your side. Exactly. But yeah, so I'm going to take out Grealish, and I'm going to put in. This was a very hard choice for me, but I'm going to go for Raheem Sterling. Okay. Um, what's the deal with the? Have we done the wild card with the all talk team, or is there another wild card left? Um, there should be another one. There's another. There's a bench boost. There's a triple captain to play, and there should be uh, a wild card for this half of the season. I mean, this week there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams playing twice. Yeah, probably quite a good week to play bench boost or something. I don't know what the rules are around when we can use stuff. Especially when Mark feels like it. Yeah. So let's have a look. How's the all talk team looking yeah, yeah. this week? <laughs> yeah. He's like, how far away is it from me? No, it? no, 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 no. Especially it's every time you've won, Dan, and it's been a prime opportunity, it's like, no, it's taking the week. Yeah. Well, look, this <laughs> is a tweet, a... but I'm calling it. I'm saying you should because it's the best opportunity to get. If, if everyone's going to play, it's the best opportunity to get points. Yeah, I was thinking bench boost. Yeah. But... Will, everyone, will everyone play on it, do you think? Um, I, I can't. So... Yeah, at the moment, we've got Martinez, Ailing, Holgate. It's only Man City players, really. Stones, Sterling, Lingard, Fernandez, Mount Barnes, Watkins, Firmino up front, and on the bench is Melier, Shea Adams, Kufal, and Bednarak. Yeah, all of them should play. Yeah. Yeah, go on. I don't, know, I don't yeah. know if Sterling and Stones will play both games, but no. they'll play at least at least 60 minutes of one, at least. Will Holgate play? Yeah, actually, he's been playing a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah. So bench boost. Go on then, do it. Thank yeah. you. Or triple captain. Bench boost. No. Right. And 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 this week's captain is going to be Fernandez. I've I've got a real inkling that I want to pick Watkins. Um, uh, uh, Sterling would be a good one, I guess, but who knows with Man City in it? Just one fixtures all the way. So I'm just going to go for Fernandez. Just seeing the lineup. He's away not even... to Chelsea, away to Palace. Give it a go. Because um, Sterling's not even is he in the squads tonight? Sterling. He's playing tonight, isn't he? No, he's not. I don't know. He's, I'm just, oh, sorry, yeah, he's, sorry, you're right. Yeah. He's just having a terrible game. Tell me, the stats, he's not even watching it. He's not even on the list of people because he's doing so badly. Right. Um, Danny, your game. Yes, yes, my game. Um, So, uh, you may or may not know this, but every year, um, KPMG, they release the Football Benchmark Report, which the... the, uh, KPMG, don't worry about it. Um, it's Football Benchmark Report, which basically they look at a bunch of stats and they release what they think, they're a consultancy, they think um, who the top 10 highest value players in the world are. Mm. So that got released yesterday. No Googling, please. And um, one of your, Is this one of your FI uh, cheats? No, it's an it's a official thing that gets released every year and they look at a whole load of stats and it's become a bit of a benchmark for the value of players. So they valued the top 10 highest value footballers in the world. Um, so they released that yesterday. So the game today is going to be, can you name them? So you're going to have five guesses each. Um, what, what I'm going to do a bit differently this time, because I think a few of them are actually a bit hard. Um, depending on where they are in the list, that's how many points you get. So if you pick number 10, you get 10 points. Is like pick... tenable? Uh, is it tenable? N- not really. No, no, no. It goes ding, ding, number... 10, 9, 8. Seven, and then you're like, oh, that's six on the list. Yeah, yeah, that's how many points you're going to get. So basically, if you picked number nine and number ten, you're basically going to win because you could pick all the others and you probably won't catch them. Yeah, you should have done this in like three different tiers, probably. But there you go. Never mind. This sounds fun. Um, if you're obviously you only get one guess at a time, you have five guesses each. If they're not on the list, you get zero, and whoever has the most points at the end wins. Who wants to go first? So let me just get this clear. We're naming the ten. Oh, I don't even know the game. Oh. You're just naming the top who you think, as of yesterday, are the top ten most valuable players, but like by market value, market in euros. Okay. So I don't need the value, but yeah. All right, all right. Um, go most on, Mark. You go. In the world will be number one, and we'll get you one point all the way down to ten. Go on, Mark. You go first. And it, uh, I can't say I fully followed that, but I'll just. Uh, what am I just guessing a player? I'll go Bruno Fernandes. In the top 10, who is... <laughs> yeah, he's gone Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. Bruno Fernandes, did you say? Yeah. Incorrect. He's not in the top 10 yeah. of highest value players in the world. Um, I'm going to go this for... Yeah, I'm going to go for, for Lionel Messi. That is incorrect. He's oh! Top 10. You guys are terrible at this game. All right, then we'll go simple. I'll go Mbappe. Mbappe is number one. So you get one yeah. mark. Uh, he's valued at 185 million euros. Um, I'm going to go for, well, Neymar then. Neymar is number five. Neymar is valued at 115. Five points, Chris. Do you have this works backwards? <laughs> yeah, that's not fair, isn't it? Number one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's obvious. That's fair. Yeah. It's less obvious as you go down. All right, then 
It's less obvious. It's probably going to be a good one. I will go uh, Phil Foden. Ooh. Phil Foden did not make the list. That's no. That's right. Well, he should have. Yeah, that's a good guess. Um, I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for um, Haaland. Haaland. Haaland was number 11. He did not make the oh. list. Oh my goodness. Oh, this is a wrong list. <laughs> it's a... You know all of these players. Yeah, yeah, of course. Think about it. It's a lot of players, Dan. Who's the most expensive yeah. players in the world right now? Give him a guess. I'll go. All right, let's go Kevin De Bruyne then. Kevin De Bruyne is number eight, 114 million right. back in the game. Nice. Nice. I'm on nine. Um. I'm gonna go for. This is tough, you know. Um. Ah, oh God, there's so many that I just want to say. I'm just so scared not to. Can we get more than five picks? It's just too. This is not enough, in it. Um. I'm gonna. I can't get him out of my head. I'm gonna go for. I don't want to do it. Jaden Sancho. Correct, Jaden Sancho, number four, 118 million. Oh, I, I just I didn't want it because I was like, if Haaland isn't like, how can it be Sancho? Because do you not remember last year United were trying to buy him and his release clause is 108 million? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. All right, then I'll go Mohamed Salah. Ooh, Mo Salah is number six on the list. Oh, 115 million. Man alive. Man alive. <laughs> so Chris, you need. Hold on. Mark, you're on 15 points. Chris, you're on nine. So you need at least number six, although it's been taken. So you need to guess number seven, number nine, or number ten on the seven, list. Number nine, number ten. To take the win. Is this the last pick? Shit. Um, maybe I can... I would talk through my thinking, but I don't know enough players. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, I would have thought like Harry Kane could be one just because he's like the number one English player. He's not the oldest and he still might have high value. Um, even players like that one. I was thinking of some of the Ajax players like, what's his name? Um, is it the young that plays for Barcelona now? I was thinking someone like him. Probably not in Cuckoo. Um Hakim Ziyech, but He's older than I think he is because he's not 20 nothing. Pulisic could be up there. There seems to be all these American players that have entered Europe in it, but I don't know if they're like dirt cheap. Alaba seems to be someone that's massive for Bayern. Um, oh, God's sake. I'm going to... Hmm. Uh, Saka. He could be... He's, my, he's a great player. <laughs> Was that your guess? No, no, no. Back here, Saka. No, I'm not going to say that. Absolutely not. Not yet. Not yet. Come on, then. We need to guess. This I know, is. The... I know. I'm trying oh, to talk you're doing a Danny. I'm just trying to. I'm even being fair. I'm not looking at him, so I'm trying not to get a guess here. I'm trying not to get any hints. <sighs> go on, then. Um, well, I don't. I can't remember his first name, but um... this is a good start, then. But go on. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what is it? Is it... Yeah, he's, is he's it... worked so much. What's his name? <laughs> is it uh, De Jong of for Barcelona? Frankie De Jong. Yeah. He did not make the list, Frankie. Oh, man. Um, you could have had for the win, Chris. Yeah. In number seven, you could have had Marcus Rashford. 
Oh, come on. Number nine, at number nine, you could have had Trent Alexander-Arnold. I, I, I thought I would be getting into my own hype with that one. That's at number 10, you could have had Sadio Mane. Really? I did fit. When I said, when I said Salah, I, I can't believe you didn't just go Mane after. Maximum points, number 10. So the, the list is actually, remember they, they do this based on loads of stuff like what's their release clause, how long's their contract left, what's their age, blah, 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 and they work out what they're worth. So Mbappe is number one, right, 185 million. Harry Kane is number two, 125. You've got Raheem Sterling at number three. Mm. You've got Jaden Sancho, Neymar, Mo Salah, Rashford, Kevin De Bruyne, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Sadio Mane. With Haaland just missing out number 11. There's a lot of Premier League players in there. There's way more Premier players than I thought, though. That's the thing. I would have thought yeah. all these European players might be missing. Well, five Englishmen in the top 10. Yeah, that's massive. I, I, would not... premium. I guess we're generally always like so expensive, so it kind of works out that way. But, um... well, yeah, Brett... that's why they don't buy a fuss. Well yeah. done. That is a good... Uh, you won. Interesting. You won uh, 15 points to nine. Good for you. Lovely. Um, front three, back four. We got anything else? Yeah, I can't believe we've been on an hour and twenty-three minutes. I know no, that, no, that's not the recording. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've actually that's been from when on Danny for, We've been on for snapping. twenty-three. We've actually been recording for twenty-three minutes, Mark. We've been on for <laughs> an hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. Front three, back four. In my front three this week is um, betting tips. Betting tips. This shout out to Rory's mate, uh, uh, Charlie Griffin, who I met the other week. Lovely chap. He's got a football, he's got a boxing podcast, likes to do his thing, knows a lot about it. He gave me a nice tip this weekend for uh, a nice uh, young Welsh boxer called Gavin Gwynn. He was like nine to two to lose, uh, to win. Massive odds. He's got much better favours than that. And he was up against uh, an Irish person called Sean McComb and beat him shockingly. Massive upset. Uh, for the Commonwealth lightweight title, I cheekily put um, £38, which was the last remaining amounts in my bank account because my payday was the next day. Thank you very much. 240 quid in the pocket. Wasted half of that on the weekend on another boxing bet, but we're still up. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I don't know. I feel like it seems to be quite a, a lot of upsets for boxing this weekend. And that's funny because Charlie told me this as well, but there was a few other ones. But um, there's too many people taking these jobbers for granted, I think. Who knows? Yeah, I also think ring rust is a real thing. Like, if you're, if you're, if you haven't boxed in a year and a half, to think you could just go back in and be as good as you were when you last fought. Like, if the top guys suffer with ring rust, the guys who have to work part-time and box, mm. definitely going to wear Suffering was back this weekend as well, dickhead. Uh, in my back four this week is rugby hits. Uh, in the Gallagher Premier League, it was the record for the most red cards in any given game week, which which was five. And actually, I would this was going to be in my front three this week in terms of rugby officiating, but I just didn't know how to work it around that way. But essentially, they're trying to outlaw dangerous hits in rugby, and there's a lot of hits to the head, particularly around the breakdown. And as soon as you put shoulder to head or, or, or any th- part of your body to the opposition player's head, they're sending you right off. And I actually kind of like it because m- maybe to a certain degree you can say that it's getting a little bit soft because of certain hits. But it, when you're uh, someone who, who plays rugby at a really poor level, even at our level, when you are 
bent over a player and you are trying to ruck over or seal off, it's like a fucking free-for-all and people just come at all angles and, and a lot of the times you can get hit on the crown of your head and it is quite... I've had a few neck crunches, which ain't great. Thankfully, I'm still walking with a limp. Got a bit of a lisp, but I'm good. I enjoy it. I like paying for the privilege to play rugby. Um, but they're just sending them off and I think that may, it's, it's like short-term losses for long-term games because they're trying to change the game. Like if I was listening to... Um, David Flatman, he was like, football referees have been berated for years. If they want to change the game, as soon as the player says them to him, just send them off. So they should start doing that if they want to see improvements in their game. And rugby officials have always been no-nonsense. For me, they're one of the best officials in sports. Uh, and uh, yeah, I like to see it. So long may it live. Hopefully not too many red cards. Hopefully players will adjust. But one of the downsides is that because of COVID, they're tired. And when you're tired, you definitely don't go low. You just you just basically collide your body into another person. Mm. So that's probably one of the re- another reason why there's a lot of red cards. But, you know, what can you do? Fitness is tough. I'm trying to get back on it. So. Oh, All right. I've been trying to run myself, but it's, uh, it's not easy. Like Now the weather's a bit better. At least it's a bit nicer to get out, isn't it? But... Yeah, I know. I'm, yeah, I'm, weather I'm waiting for the weather to turn and then I'll pretend I'm, I've been running all year. Great. I was yeah. doing these hill sprints right. and this guy had started doing it next to me and I was like, oh, fuck. I just, I just killed myself yesterday. It was so tough. Trying to catch up to him. He was just, he was just slimmer than I was. It's unfortunate. Where did you do him? Still at the Emirates? Yes. Yes. It's like, there. fuck me, it's busy, man. It's like a fucking, it's like a match day. Yeah, it, it's proper. It is the local place to exercise at the minute, isn't it? Yeah. Right. I, I often have it at, towards the end of my run, so I'm normally not one of the quickest people around around that stadium. It's usually, yeah, I'm normally uh, dying by I've the time seen, I get, seen this get like, to the like end. Like an 11-year-old just absolutely flying by me, and I just I, I was I was trying to pick up the pace, and I tried to keep up with me with him, but it's this kid, man, it's animal. Like it's embarrassing, but fuck me. I mean, I still bang him up, but it's just tough to watch. Yeah, he's got the speed. Yeah. He'll get away from me, little cunt. Go on, him. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I'll I'll go. Um, I know I've realised I've probably got uh, two back fours actually. Uh, well, I don't think I can. You've not. You've I don't think nothing. I can. I've only got a front. I can't think of a back. I've made something up, or I just don't want yours, Mark. <laughs> All right. So that was going to be mine. <laughs> well, the thing was, is that at first I, I thought, oh, this might be it. Might be a front three, yeah. And this, uh, but uh, basically, someone I know, uh, well, actually, I, I know of, I'm not really friends with them. Yeah, actually, my <laughs> mate, um, yeah, yeah he's a... no, had a had a gender reveal. Party. He is re- so do you know what they are? he's got enough to be like, I've, I've not got a front three or back four, and you're like, um, my, my wall is very solid. <laughs> maybe we should have done this Wednesday podcast <laughs> this has been a real um, this has been a real stretch this podcast isn't it I don't know. Yeah. a lot of nonsense right come on what was your friend so, yeah no, it's, it's hard when you're trying to avoid any kind of lockdown COVID or um, you don't have to no it's, it's true well Front three, then, is that we're coming out of this in June. It's coming out. 
yeah. Hopefully, I'll get at least one game at the Euros I can watch. Um, no, but this was about gender reveal parties. So I, I, there was one I know of the other week, and I was like, this is an American thing, which I really hate the fact that it's coming over here. So I don't know if you know what they are, Dan, but I know you probably do, Chris, which they have some kind of explosion or balloon pop with a colour. But yeah, basically, someone know what tries to is, have no? the biggest... <laughs> I've got one tonight. <laughs> Yeah. Gender? What's gender? I have no idea what this is talking about. Yeah, it's, it's I have no very idea. Fluid. It's very fluid these days. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. 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 But yeah, basically, this guy tried to make one of the biggest explosions. Yeah, he lives in America, and he died setting up the explosion. So oh, now, these these parties. Not only that's why I was like, it, my front three was going to be that it it might cause common sense to stop these parties. But then I was thinking, because wasn't there last year, one of the forest fires yeah. was rumoured to be started by really? a gender reveal party. You sure it just and wasn't now... protesters being angry that there's such a thing? And just like, stop yeah. it! With their purple hair just coming enraged. Like... <laughs> the, late, the new gender reveal parties is just going to be a big explosion and there'll be nothing. It's like, no gender! <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big yes sign. Just this gender reveal. Yes, this is there is a gender. Yeah. I'm telling you no, what, no, there is no gender. No, no. So yeah, so that was uh that was gonna be my front three to say avoid someone it might stop some. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, oh, I can't really put it as a front three, but maybe I'll stop the gender reveal parties over here. <laughs> yeah, it's pros and cons to everything. You know, it's funny. Amanda's going, it's all how you it's all how you word it, isn't it? It's all how you, you word these things. I mean, okay, okay. It's definitely it was down to the word in that there, Mark. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 Gonna be having a gender reveal party. Uh, you're gonna have one. No, no, we know someone who's we just got Amanda just got invited a few days ago. Oh, fucking uh, in a few months' time. Well, I was just like, honestly. Don't go, just protest. Hopefully they're still locked down. But, um, but yeah, in my back four this week is uh, Kevin the Peacock. He sort of rose to London fame last year as this primary school had a peacock in East London and became quite a bit of um, <clears throat> show off. Where, when, when all you could do was walk, it, it became a bit of an attraction for people to uh, walk to this primary school to see the peacock. But he was found dead this week, mauled by uh, foxes. So, <laughs> is it with you and me? About that. So that so this the primary school now. This is another front three. <laughs> front three. Front three yeah. maybe, maybe school kids won't have peacocks anymore. They piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> All that walking pissed me off. <sighs> yeah. So yeah. So the primary school have announced this week that they're going to change their uniform to have a peacock on it in memory. So there you go. Gives a new new turn. Of We're just losing losing all our inspirations from lockdown one in, in recent time. So oh, no. R.I.P. Kevin. Too soon. <laughs> yeah. uh, in my front three this week, um, <laughs> it's Mark's mate. No. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, Dan. I've set the bar high. <laughs> I mean, my front three this week is probably the biggest in the world. Um, my front three this week is Perseverance. Uh, not, not the uh, descriptor, but the Mars rover. The 
<laughs> Miles Rover Perseverance. Um, oh, did yeah. you guys actually see the landing? Did you watch the videos? Uh, I've seen yeah. pictures, but not. I love. I love it. Pictures are the pictures are more impressive than the video. Like, yeah, I just it just looked a bit like they were landing in Nevada desert. So you know, it just looked like they could be landing on Earth just in the desert. Are you are you I saying know, they aren't really in Mars? I was just going to one point six billion that cost. One point six billion of lies. Like they couldn't even make it to the moon. We all know that's fake. You're going to try to tell me now that they've gone <laughs> yeah. to the Mars, please. Please. Um, yeah, so that in my front three was um, we finally got there, we've done it. And did you see um, what I really liked? Although it's obviously stupid, but um, NASA hid, had a hidden message in the parachute of the rover, which took all of about three hours for the internet to work out what it was. So they you'd have probably got it because it was binary joke. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, but basically, the colors of the parachute and the, the pattern of the parachute was um, binary code that spelled out the team's motto for NASA, um, which was like something like dare mighty something, dare to do mighty things or whatever it was, which is their, their motto. And they hid it in the parachute of Mars rover. Um, but yeah, the internet did really well to find it. And NASA actually said, we didn't think anyone would get it. And within a couple of hours, people were like, oh, I've, I've cracked the code. So well done, internet. They've clearly never seen internet sleuths. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, and I don't really have a back for, but um, why don't we go with cryptocurrency? Because it's pissing me off. Why? Because everyone thinks they're everyone. Everyone's getting on the bandwagon, and everyone thinks they're geniuses and getting on board. Going, look how much money I've got, and it crashed again this week, which is nice. And is it, are you upset because you lost more money yet again? No, no, I, I haven't lost money. On, I've, I'm well up. I, I had crypto from way back. I didn't. I didn't jump on board this time. I didn't follow the hype. I didn't risk a load of money. And thankfully, it's all dropped back down. So I'm good. Good, good. And I, I, saw, I saw a tweet today, like this person who I follow was like, uh, Bitcoin's going to hit $1 million a share. If not that one, then another one. It's like, well, what are you saying? Which one? Tell me. I'll pick it. Anyone you say, is like, <laughs> just anyone. Anyone that's like a dollar, I'll take. I just might as well get like, if there's like 100 cryptocurrencies, you might as well put... Ten dollars on each, and or that, something, or dollar on each, and then just hope for one of them just to go up. I mean, the most annoyingly, I tried to buy it weeks ago before it before Tesla got involved, what, and uh, Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. but bloody, but bloody, uh, the one the app I tried to use, Coinbase, yeah. uh, just they they messed up my account. So they said they they incorrectly put my like I put my date of birth in, sent my driving license, and then. The person accidentally rejected it, and then they were like, "Oh, we can't." Now we've rejected it. You have to set set it up with another email address. You should um, like, oh. you should use the app that I use. I, all I had to do was give them my uh, bank account details and sort codes. I'm up ten million Ugandan dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you're right, Mark. I'm going to put you on my. What do you use? Coinbase or what uh, do you use, Dan? Prince, Prince Mabubu's money app. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so exclusive. It's not available on the, on the, the, the market. I'll send you a link. <laughs> yeah. I, use, um, I use Coinbase Pro, which is the, it's another version of Coinbase, but it's much cheaper. Yeah. It's, a bit, it's a bit, not as nice UI. But, pros. Okay. Um, but you can put, Limit orders in and stop. So you can choose what price you want to buy at, set it and wait, and then let it run. 
Um, so, yeah, I use Coinbase Pro, but I've had that for years, so I haven't got any. Do you know what? I, I don't know how much football we actually covered, but I, I've enjoyed this one more than I've done one in a while. <laughs> Absolute yeah. nonsense. There we go. Let's just chat shit next time. Let's just stop watching footballers all together. How about that? Uh, how's our champion? Oh, it's not um Champions League draft. Yeah, next week I check. There's no Champions League fixtures next week, so we can do it on our next. Oh, just remember, cheering like Bayern Munich has smashed it for me. So come on, Atalanta. I think Bayern Munich's a cheat. I think next year we're going to need to think of a way that uh, Bayern Munich needs to be some sort of. It's not fair. Whoever picks Bayern Munich is basically going to win. So yeah, I know, but then, yeah. that, that, I've got twelve thousand points from Bayern Munich. So <laughs> flying. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember who my teams are. Let's, uh, let's do it next time. How about that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, I, I won't see you on Saturday. Wink, wink. Okay. Won't see you. I won't see you later. Bye. All right.